Welcome to our weekly energy forecast and contemplation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sabine. I'm Juna. And we're from Synergy in Motion, where it's all about empowering you to live true to you. And as we're heading into the time of All Hallows Eve or Halloween, where we're looking at death, we too in our contemplation are looking at death and the dynamics, the fears of death and dying and what that does to us. Mm -hmm. And we're in this quarter of relationship. We're nearing the end of the quarter of relationship. So we're going to look at it through um, the end, looking at the fear of the end of relationship. So we can all, often have this fear of the end of life, the fear of the end of relationship. And what that does to us is it can make us shrink and withhold parts of ourselves in order to make the other person feel okay. And because we don't want the relationship to end, if we say something stupid or if we, uh, if we really re reveal who we really are, they won't like it. And then the relationship is over. And that's this, this great fear of the end of something in relationship. On the other hand, with fear, there's always awareness. We tend to focus on the, the fear because that gets us in our nervous system. It's kind of genetically wired in this fear of death. But if we look deeper, we find that there's also an awareness of death and the awareness of the end of things, the end of your life, the end of a relationship. And what that awareness of death can do is motivate you to live fully and want to get everything out of life and want to live on purpose and live a meaningful life rather than just um, going with the flow or trying to make nice and never really um, living your passion and your truth and your wisdom because you're always holding something back. So these two dynamics, this, this fear of death can create the avoidance of taking risks And then the awareness of death can make you want to take risks, risk it all for love, do some big and bold things for you. And just a little caveat here is when we talk about living fully, it's, um, it's individual for each person. The way that I live my life fully, the way that you live your life fully, the way that you live your life fully can look like, you know, like Maybe you're, you're living fully one day, you're curled up on the couch reading a book and you're just fully in that experience. Or you could be um, working in your garden or um, speaking at a political rally or what, whatever that is for you that's living fully that doesn't have to do with um, listening to the siren songs of homogenized culture and, you know, thinking how you can fit in and how you can go under the radar. So this, yeah, this is what we're inviting you into. This is what the hexagram 28 invites all of us into this week is to just be aware of these dynamics of, yeah, the end of things and facing that and how it can motivate you or it can shrink you. And what is it doing in your life? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always have to be death and the end of life. Like for me, the most recent very intense example mm. is I, actually our wedding. I was aware that in that moment when I speak my vows to Juna, I wanted to be fully present because I'm only going to do that once. Mm -hmm. And I tried writing my vows out 
and filled papers and papers. But somehow that didn't work. It just didn't bring the best forth in me. It was safe for me. The, the thought was safe. Well, yeah, I have then a backup plan, but it just didn't feel right. Mm. So I really took that risk to not write my vow, vows out and read them out loud, but to really be present with what I wanted to say mm. to her, even if that is just blabbering while love takes me apart, <laughs> which it did. Mm. But it actually came forth like me or I came forth in that moment to really give my gift of my love to mm. you and mm. bring me more to life as mm. a gift of love and loving. And it was so beautiful, that authenticity and you really being true to you and risking, risking yourself and not having that piece of paper. Like I could really feel that. And that was just such a beautiful gift in our relationship. So beautiful example. I, mm -hmm. I love that sharing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's mm -hmm. not necessarily always that dynamic and that intense. It is in those small moments where you needed to tune into, does the fear of change or ending or death hold me back or make me do things that don't feel right to mm -hmm. me? Yeah. Or how do I be with this awareness there is that there, we deal with limitations? In this world, we live with limitations all the time. They're there. Mm -hmm. It's a t limited time that we have available on this planet in this form with this design. We have a limited amount of time every moment, right? Mm -hmm. Because every moment ends in the, by the next <laughs> moment. So how do you fill that time? Do you fill it with you being fully you, whether that is out loud or quietly and contemplatively? Contemplatively. <laughs> right? It's, and, and that's that dance within the limitations that we have been gifted, right? So it is really turning that limitation into from a curse into a gift because it brings forth the best in us or it can bring forth the best or the worst in us mm -hmm. yeah. and from i just want to mention from a human design perspective um this there's this aspect of your not self mm. so that's that's when you're listening and you're tuned into the siren songs of culture and and religion and how you were brought up and the standards of how what a good human should be okay so that's your not self voices that call to you as a siren song your true self is you know in the example of what sabina was doing she was like like really listening and what what was what was true for her in that moment and some of the siren songs and some of what we have in um, in human design is when you have an open center, like if you have an open ego, you might have a voice in your head that talks to you and says, well, you better prove yourself. You better try to improve yourself. Um, you know, you've, you've got to be better, be worthy, and this is how you improve yourself. Or you might have another siren song that says, um, yeah, you've got to hold on to this relationship because, you know, this is pretty good and you're not, not a, another one is going to come along. So you hold on rather than listening to what is true inside of you, listening to your own strategy and authority. And so in human design, you can learn what is your strategy? How do you, how do you navigate this, um, this field of relating 
as well as living fully as you versus um, being lulled by the siren songs of your mind, which um, shouts out and, you know, wants you to be certain, like, oh, certainty is the number one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another siren song, like, I've got to know, I've got to be sure. And the truth is, we're never sure, because we don't know. And the fear of death is, is really the fear of the unknown. And being able to surrender into that unknown is is really what can open you up to living fully as you. So yeah, pretty intense um, hexagram, and it it is really striving for taking risks for love, for your life, for meaning and purpose, and and taking risks doesn't always mean taking action. Mm. Very very important, mm. right? Sometimes sometimes taking a risk is to shut your mouth. Sometimes <laughs> taking a risk is to not do anything, to just be and observe. To listen. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes taking a risk is to speak up. It doesn't come with a formula. Yeah. It is really dependent on what is true for you in this moment and to trust that that's the risk that you're taking. Because what if the other, those not-self voices are right? What if I mess up? Right? But trusting that knowing within will always create your tune that is actually correct for you. And then your whole system can come into a synergy that creates a life that can unfold in a very different way than constantly trying to adjust according to everybody else. Yeah. So and yeah, we've all been we've all been conditioned by these forces. And so we're, we're no one is free of conditioning, right? It's it is how we learn. It's how we learn to behave and And, and so on. But it is, um, yeah, there's a time in life where you can start to go, okay, those are the voices that I really don't value anymore. And to, to kind of tease that out um, and find out what is, what is when you listen to your heart, that is, that's a risk right there, listening to your truth and following it and taking action, moving with it. That is risky, risky mm -hmm. business. It is. So our invitation for the contemplation this week for you is to really look at, do you allow your fear of something ending, changing, fear of death, do you allow it to contract you or to make you do things that don't feel right to you? Mm. Or do you play within the limitation and bring forth the best in you in that limited time, in that vessel? that we talked about mm -hmm. the last time, in that vessel, do you allow it to bring forth the best in you? Mm -hmm. Do you dare to really live true to you within this expression on the canvas of life that has been given to you? Mm -hmm. It is a very intense, scary, and mm -hmm. fun contemplation to really bring forth what is true for you and mm -hmm. your best, your gifts, your magic. I'm going to ask you another question too, is has there been a time in your life where you've taken a risk because it felt true to you? It was your heart's calling and it opened up doors and created new things that you never imagined possible. If you've had one of those in your life, um, count yourself blessed because you know that energy and you can ask for that as well yeah and it's not that it's like every day is like 
wow. <laughs> it, this comes in subtle forms, right? Mm-hmm. Just sometimes, hey, do you smile at the person that is walking towards you? Or do you look away? Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're uncomfortable with creating that kind of inf- intimacy. Many, many forms. So that's why this is an invitation for contemplation and exploration in your daily life. And do let us know your stories and your experiences with mm-hmm. it. It's always very precious. Love your emails, your comments on the video or blog here. Yeah. So I very much appreciate that. And you can always reach out and book a human design foundation reading to get started on finding out what is mm, the way that you're configured to listen to your own knowing. It's very powerful. It's very individual to you based on your birth time, date, and location. So um, feel free to have a discovery call with me about it. I'm happy to chat with you if you before you jump into a foundation reading. That's all on our website. So mm-hmm. I'm actually going to add something more there. <laughs> because finding out what your not-self voices are is so helpful. Mm-hmm. Like it's not only what is your gift, but what are, what are the limitations that you're meeting that bring forth the best in you or can bring forth the wisdom and the best in you. So highly recommend that. (laughs) Has helped me big time. All right. Perfect. Good. So now with a big wave of love and gratitude for you, we will see you next week Mm. on this channel. Yes. (laughs) And it will be the last in our series on relationships. So stay tuned. We've got a good one for you. Then and then we open up into a whole new three months. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.